0: Back to But Make It Hallmark. You are here with me, Patty, and I'm here with my co-host, gai Hi, gai Hey, long time. <laughs> Everybody. I'm not used to this. <laughs> neither am I. I'm like, I guys, before we recorded, gai and I were like, how do we do this again? And we're so glad <laughs> to have you join us on our third season. I can't believe we've been doing three years of this. And guess what? Two of those were in the pandemic. So, who knows? We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chingay, I know we took a quite a break after Christmas, and we just needed that, I guess, rest from the marathon that was the holidays. <laughs> How are we feeling about this new year of Hallmark? I'm
1: feeling, I'm feeling like I'm like slowly getting back into it, cause like. When Calls the Heart yes. just relaunched. So I'm, I'm catching up. I've caught up with the first episode. We have the spring movies coming in, but I, I didn't like quite watch all the New Year ones. Uh-huh. So yeah,
0: still a bit of catching up to do, but I'm warming up. How about you? Me too, Chingai. I think we were also kind of trying to figure out if you were going to do every single month of movies, but then we saw the lineup for New Year new movies, and you were like, maybe not <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what did it. Right? That's what did it. But that's okay, guys, because part of New Year, New Movies was a new concept from Hallmark, at least new to me, in that we have a trilogy. And this episode, we will be talking about the Wedding Veil trilogy, starring Autumn Reeser, Lacey Chabert, and Allison Sweeney. And guys, when I first heard about this concept of three interconnected movies where the stars are shared among, and one of them is the lead in each one. And it's about a wedding. I was all in, except for one thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, what? What is it? <laughs> You'll hear about it in a hot second, but I want to congratulate Hallmark for experimenting with new themes, new concepts, and new ways of telling stories. They did a bit of this in Hometown Christmas, um, the, the Christmas mm-hmm. the, with the Williams sisters where they switch Christmas mm-hmm. in the big city hometown. And I liked it. And now they do a three part one. And I hope we see more of this because given competition is getting stiff. I mean, GAC, I just said Chingai <laughs> <laughs> The type of things GAC is now doing and it's, it's very much old school Hallmark. Hallmark has to reinvent itself and has to keep innovating and I'm really glad they did this, even if it wasn't necessarily 343 um, three a success. <laughs> and
1: with that, let's start with the last movie of this trilogy The Wedding Veil Legacy. So, our featured actor for this one is Patty's one and only Victor Ooh-hoo! Webster. Tracy is the last of her three friends to take possession of an antique wedding veil. Will it prove to be magical for her despite her cynicism about its legend? Since you are the one to have the veil next, you never know what
0: might happen. He's a very beautiful veil. I'm glad you approve. Whoever has possession of the veil is going to fall in
1: love. Well, that's totally legit. Good things come in threes.
0: These are my friends.
1: The other the two thirds of the veil. Nice to meet you. She's been spending more time with Nick. That's the veil working its magic. I'm going to break the spell right now. It was not magical at all. This was the most out of place movie featuring the most out of place actress. I- I'm going to preface this by saying that we are not fans of Allison Sweeney. Did she win my heart that one that Christmas? One. Yes, she, she did. did. But but you know she's back to her usual <laughs> coats and ah. I just I mm, okay. Ah. She was paired with Victor Webster. And Victor Webster, I I think he just, he deserves better. He deserves more. So I, this movie was a total suspension of disbelief for me. Because I, number one, I couldn't believe that Alison Sweeney was like in the same friend group (laughs) with Lacey and Autumn. Because she just looked like their mom. (laughs) I'm being blunt. I don't care anymore. I don't think she's listening to this. <laughs> you know what I, sometimes I can't stand about Hallmark is when they set something in New York City, they, they just like laid on really thick. Like they just have to throw in all the references. like Jets, Giants. And I don't know. And it's it obviously not shot in New York City. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving it I'm just giving all of the bad stuff was there something good about this the fact that it was the last one I guess like we don't have to see her again <laughs>
0: so, so guys I was late to these movies because I've had quite the month of family socializing so when I was texting guy, I'd only watched the first movie and I was like I'm about to watch two and three can I just skip three altogether <laughs> I'm glad I didn't because Victor Webster owns my heart. Hashtag justice for Victor Webster. Um, What I did instead was I watched it second and at like (laughs) a crazy speed because I was like, I don't give a fuck. I think the season is the season where we just give zero fucks now. I feel bad because I saw five-star grandma in this movie. She was nice to see. Mm -hmm. Like, it was nice to see old faces. It was nice to see that Chef Cupid from Summer Villa, this could have been like, a nice easy extension yeah. to it, except fuck, we get you go from Hillary Burton to this again. I'm sure yeah. Ali Sweeney hits the mark for some people, just not for me. That I couldn't believe that she had this boyfriend who she had zero chemistry with, zero, and now he's breaking up with her because he's taking a job. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, girl, I don't give a crap, and like I. I know we need diversity. Sure, they're all white. But it's just like, am I being ageist? Maybe. But I do like some older actresses as well on the Hallmark Channel. In fact, when Alison Sweeney's quote unquote mother came out, Mom. I know I was like, hey, give Victor Webster a MILF. Give him anything. Give him grass. Yes. But like, like like the
1: graduate <laughs> vibes.
0: So But like for the older older the, <laughs> Yeah. Guys, you know what? I want Pascal Hutt done. Anyone. Pascal's not even Pascal is lovely. Give Victor mm-hmm. Webster anyone. This movie I will watch again, I promise, if you change the main character. That's all.
1: <sighs>
0: Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's forget this ever happened. Forget this happened and just skip to the seventh minute of the pod where we talk about the wedding veil, the first installment, which came out with New Year, new movies. This time, it's starring Lachie Chabert and of course, another man that owns my heart, Kevin McGarry. The first installment of a new trilogy follows three longtime college friends who discover a mysterious antique veil, fabled to unite its bearer with her true love. Is that a wedding veil? Whoever's in possession of the veil will find true love. We should buy it together. And we should pass it to one another in keeping with the legend. Does this thing come with a guarantee?
1: So is this fate or coincidence? I don't know. The first movie in the Wedding Veil trilogy. So
0: you think this is the one?
1: Yeah, I do. Anything is possible.
0: Maybe the legend is real. Okay. The wedding What veil. that lovely intro didn't say is that there is this entire Movies and Mysteries vibe to this movie. And I love a Movies and Mysteries series. I am such a hoe for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, but when you package something as like the first of a trilogy and you're making it very like mystery heavy, but it's not marketed that way, it is confusing to me. We put to waste, pretty people. Kevin McGarry is handsome as fuck. This guy can like swoon. I maybe just wasn't sold on him being a philanthropist like a (laughs) billionaire. Something like that. What does that I mean know. for Kevin? I know. Sorry, Kevin. You feel more like every man to me. But it's mm-hmm. just like, I could imagine Victor Webster in that. Like, you know, more mysterious and right. I don't know. They could have swapped, but sorry, Alice Sweeney again. No. C- can you imagine Kevin with Alice Help. Feeney? Help. Lord, I will shoot myself. Anyway. Lacey won is over from Christmas Waltz. And I still am a bit sad that I haven't found that next movie for her wherein it's like, Oh my god, everything's amazing. But she did have a bit of that with Stuart Townsend. So does she need someone with an accent? Like, I, I don't know. Mm. Because this one mm-hmm. just felt a bit bland. It's pretty people, and usually pretty people can do anything. But there was just a lot going on between like her and like not getting along with Kevin's character and them following solving the mystery of this veil and like too much setup, too many plot lines, a bit bland on the chemistry. And so I am petitioning that they give Lacey another chance because I really do like her. She's she's likable. Her romantic, hopeless romantic character was like nice and sweet. But yeah, the love story just felt really vanilla. I think it's because they were trying to do
1: too much yeah. because, like, you know, they, they were establishing the
0: world, the, the mystery
1: of the veil <laughs> and the whole traveling pants thing and you know, three friends in San Francisco and. I liked I liked the friendship. Like that was pretty promising to me. Even from the even from the commercials of the um of the trilogy. Like I was willing to give Ali Sweeney a chance <laughs> when I saw the previews. Even when I saw this first movie. But this was like the kind of movie I was hooked for the first like 10 minutes and then I just slowly stopped paying attention just because I do feel like Maybe the chemistry isn't there between the two of them, which is hard to believe because I think Kevin's pretty good and so is Lacey. I I like I like her look here. You know, it's very Christmas waltz. Yeah. It it continues that thread. The character of Kevin reminds me of the guy from Age of Adeline, you know, like like philanthropist and working in this, you know, museum benefactor, whatever. And yeah, th- this this was an age of adolescence. So. <laughs> yeah, my, my hopes were kind of dashed when as as the movie progressed. I love San Francisco, and I think it's a it's a beautiful setting for her. I just I don't know. It's just missing something. Yeah.
0: Oh well. It wasn't bad though. Like I I was just bored. It wasn't bad. It wasn't I was bad. bored, but yeah. it wasn't offensive. So that's something. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but when we're back, maybe we weren't so offended after all, and we'll talk about it after the break. See you then.
1: And we're back with the Wedding Veil trilogy. We're going to talk about the one that saved it for <laughs> for both of us. I think I think for a majority of people, this would be the winner. I don't know. I don't know if our tastes are super different from the rest. But anyway, we have (laughs) Autumn Racer and Paolo Bernardini to thank for this. The Wedding Veil Unveiled features Emma, who travels to Italy to teach and research a wedding veil said to bring its owner love. While there, she meets Paolo, the son of a local lace-making family. The Veil... Are you getting married? ...is back. No, no.
0: Excuse me, you dropped this.
1: If you're not getting married, why bring it to Italy? To find out where it came from.
0: Bellissimo. And the trilogy continues. This Veil just keeps getting more interesting.
1: You were carrying the Veil when you met him. Romance is something you can't control. We love Hallmark's travel movies. And they've done Italy a couple of times. Mm. But I don't know if I've seen Venice and the, the Burano area mm-hmm. yet maybe not no so this was like okay we love autumn we love travel movies we love italy we love a new face with yes. an accent awesome. so all of these things just like marry really well together like we get you know we get that travel <laughs> that we've been missing ever since we started this podcast <laughs> with <laughs> the letters to Juliet wall and Juliet's balcony and just like the vaporetto, all of that. And and Autumn's, I think Autumn's story here was like the clearest of yeah. all of them. Because like it was very, it was very well set up. Like she had to go to Italy to teach. And then at the same time, she was going to research the history of the veil. Simple. She has to meet cute with... A handsome, handsome Italian man who we will talk about later on. She has a meet-cute. She runs into him everywhere. And then, of course, because this is Hallmark, he's like oddly helpful (laughs) on her quest to find out about the veil. And there, it's like very simple and that's what we like. Because then we can just, like, you know, our our brains can rest from analyzing the story and (laughs) enjoy the chemistry between the, the two leads, which there was a
0: lot of. Oh my god, guys. I just watched this. I watched it last, and I'm so glad I did it. I watched it at 1x speed because I knew our girl Autumn would not let us down, and she did not. I give it maybe the benefit of, like, being the middle movie, movie number two. So you don't have to set up anything, and you don't have to tie up anything. And so it felt like just its own contained thing. But it also had its side plots. It had Italian man's family business expansion. It had autumn students' tuition woes. So like there were also side stories. So it's not Mm -hmm. like, and yet they did it well. They still were able to focus on the two of them. What I really liked about this movie... Well, apart from this very hot man, Barbara My <laughs> God, where has he been all our lives? He's like a David Gandhi meets Luke Evans, but mm-hmm. you know, with an Italian accent, and it's all good. But, like, number one, his wardrobe was, woo, rivaling Ryan Baby's cornflower blue sweater on, like... <laughs> it's the year of the turtleneck, guys. It's the year of the mock turtleneck, the turtleneck. He looks so good. Everything's so well-tailored as this Italian man would be. But he and Autumn had all these casual, physical, like, contact from holding hands to arms around the shoulders to just leaning into each other. and they didn't even kiss. Like, they kissed, like, at the very end. And yet, the the tension was palpable. Like, you could cut Mm -hmm. through that sexual tension with a knife. And yet... They were just very casual about it. It's like, yeah, I'm just holding your hand. Like, as if there was no acknowledgement of, like, ooh, we're holding hands. But then I noticed <laughs> it because I zoom in on that stupid shit. And guess what? They danced. Yes, there was no height differential. That's fine. They're so cute. Autumn Reeser always brings her A-game in wardrobe, and she did not let me down this time around either. She's just always so cute. Also, she disintegrating. She's so tiny. But when they <laughs> were riding around in that red, like, convertible holy yeah. Th- yeah! when he put on the shades to be like she, she compared them to like an old Italian actor and he was so flattered that he said he was flattered and he was like she goes no not you just the car and then when he puts on his shades and he's like how about now and I'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I was spazzing messaging Guy like just like as I was watching it and I'm reading my notes from our conversation, <laughs> and I sound <laughs> crazy. But guys, that's because when pretty people get together in a pretty setting with a simple storyline, we're pretty fucking easy to entertain. They're so good. He sings to her too.
1: Yeah, there's a serenade. <laughs> heaven, I'm in heaven. I, I always, I always imagine that that would be awkward, IRL, yeah. but
0: you know what, he's he's changed my mind it wouldn't be awkward at all if he was the one singing to me no, <laughs> not at all, I mean, we had my pen pal Frenchman, we have, my god mm. Wedding Veil Unveiled Italian Man and this guy is just oh my god um, when he did that singing I was like, ooh, a bit dangerous but then no, he, he pulls it off he, he, yeah, when, he does. when he jumped onto a slow moving train and acknowledge that it it's just a slow moving train at the combination of it. It made me laugh the way they were just like, he was like, I, I can't, like, I can't lose you. I, I help, help. I was physically talking to myself. Like, I was like, no, no, oh, no, my God like i I sounded nuts but like that is what a hallmark experience is that is what i want to feel in every hallmark movie that we do not get and so i cherish these like crazy sparks you know that we get because we don't get it often and his laugh his smile the way he looked at her yeah Woo! And myself
1: i also appreciate how this showed right about the time that i watched house of gucci <laughs> so I was, I was very in the moment and i was right there hearing all the italian accents i i like seeing big families in these hallmark movies so that was a nice side to him yeah. too i mean apart from the fact that he's just like impossible to not look at.
0: No, I love the big family thing. And when they said that, do you have siblings or is your family? Do you have family? And she goes, I'm an only child. And they all gasp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <"Aw, laughs> cuties. Um, and also guys, uh, just commendation for Hallmark. Okay, downside, he's a widow again. Sure, we've had widows in the past. We need a sub story. All forgiven. But all made up for, because they showed us a man that was incredibly secure in his masculinity that they fucking do Mm -hmm. needlepoint together they are Mm -hmm. they're fucking needlepointing together and the sensual part of this is of course he's got to help her needle right and i'm like i can't believe i am dying on the inside over needlepoint his arm is around her casually on one shoulder the other like on her hand and she their faces are really close i'm like fucking kiss but you're holding needle so be careful but yeah wow (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so proud of Hallmark. They're always usually showing, like, soldiers, veterans. And here they're showing a guy who's into lace. And I like it. I like it. Sure, he's Italian, but still, neither here nor there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Overall, guy, obviously, the clear winner of the bunch. Ignore the other two movies. Dive into this one watch it over and over again. I think what we, we need to do is we need to do a tri, like a triumvirate. Or we can, oh I my mean, God, I think we have five movies already. So we've got this movie, we've got my pen pal, we've got the vineyard one with um, Laura osneys Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. um, I mean, obviously it's, well, camp, you, you can't stop dancing. Like, does playing Cupid count <gasps> or no? Yeah, playing Cupid does count. Oh my God, my Mexican. Or hello, right in front of me. Marco Grazini. How can we forget? He is a foreign man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not so foreign to
0: us. (laughs) Oh, man. But guys, when we're back, we didn't forget. And we're really excited for our very first Mary Kill. See you then. And we're back with...
1: Mary and kill i admit i forgot that we did fmk so i'm thinking about <laughs> this on the fly although i mean there are things that are pretty obvious given our opinions on this trilogy let's start with you patty since you're more prepared than me
0: <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all as always we start with our kills guys if you've been listening to this pod for the past three seasons now you know, we are very, um, I guess, maniacal in our kills. <laughs> We've killed entire casts, entire movies, um, and I don't think it is a surprise to anyone who we're killing this time around. So, so sorry, not sorry, I'm killing Ali Sweeney. Can she move to GAC? I don't know why, I just can't. I can't deal with her. There has just been one movie wherein my mind was changed. <laughs> And it was a Christmas it was a, miracle. It, took, it was a Christmas miracle, and it took Mark mm-hmm. Lucas. So you know, I, I, it wasn't her even. I don't know. Sorry, 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 not sorry, Ali Sweeney. Just you just gotta go.
1: Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I I mean I think I made it pretty clear how much I <laughs> dislike Ali Sweeney. Not as a person, okay, but as someone as who I watch on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah.
0: Yes. I mean I think yes. she. And someone maybe. She could
1: have a role as like the mom (laughs) or the older sister or the aunt you know just not the lead exactly
0: or like a secondary like cousin or you know one of those helps out at the store Mm I don't know guys homework help us help you I don't know help us help you (laughs) help us help you I just wanted to make sure that made sense I'll cut the pause Mm -hmm. out Um, okay Jingai who are we fucking
1: I'm fucking the Italian man how about you (laughs) Paolo Bernardini.
0: He, he, so I stalked him on his Instagram Mm -hmm. because why wouldn't I? And we followed him on our account. Don't worry, our joint account. So we'll see updates from him. Number one, Hallmark, please cast him more. We need more Italian movies. Anyway, two. He had this one photo, like a photo dump post. And I was like, oh, who's the girl? Oh, it was his niece. His Aww. niece. He was like, happy. Bur-. His niece. He was like, happy birthday to my niece, and she's like a full-grown adult. I honestly thought she was a girlfriend, oh, but they weren't like God, nothing cute, yeah, sexual, yeah, so it wasn't yeah. confusing. But just like it was like a sweet uncle post of like his, I guess his sister's daughter. He's really happy. She's like, oh, uh, we're, we're friends. Blah, blah blah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I see another post where he's like, I turned forty. I'm like, oh, oh he God. turned forty. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like yes. <laughs> Yes, you know, I mean, I keep like looking at... yeah. I mean, apart
1: from me choosing him as my fuck, you know what I believe about pa- Paolo Bernardini? I believe that he would never block us. Oh, so,
0: no. Never. Yeah. Never. He's not that kind of I guy. I think he's just much too cool for <laughs> that. Much too cool. Fuck you. <laughs> but anyway, I will fuck. <laughs> I, I couldn't choose, but then in the end, I, I went for my man Victor Webster of course. Um, I do prefer him with a scruff mm-hmm. um, I prefer him off Hallmark when he's like a bit more like rough <laughs> but I'll take Chef Cupid Redux any day and he carries rugs up buildings <laughs> and is just like really sweet Um so yeah I would definitely um, fuck him like yes like I would fuck and marry him but if I had to just really choose I would fuck him for sure fair
1: fair more than fair and okay,
0: we're, we're doing we the- marrying? Oh, are we marrying
1: the same guy? I'm marrying Kevin McGarry. <laughs> oh, we're not marrying like the same guy. It. Yeah, I'm just thinking
0: about, like, security. <laughs> 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 I never have to work a day in my I mean, life. No. And his blandness in the movie will just be, like, a vanilla existence, which is good for long-term companions. Exactly. You know? You know, I can
1: imagine, like, we can have our, like, mansion in San Francisco, and, like, he, he stays in one <laughs> wing,
0: and I'll stay in the other. <laughs> this is a brilliant plan. I didn't even get to think of this. But I approve, and I would love to attend your wedding in, like, the beaches in, like, Monterey Bay or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. I and marrying Italian. Of course you (laughs) are. Of course you are. Yeah, I mean, he's European, I'm biased, and I don't mind living in Venice. I I won't make him move anywhere, I'll move to him. I know he wants to expand the business. We can stay there and eat pizza and gelato and have two hour naps and have him buy presents for my friends (laughs) and just like, yeah, drive around in this nice little red convertible. Yes, we're getting married. He doesn't know it yet, but we're married. Welcome to my Lake, Lake Como wedding, I guess, my Italian, my big Italian family, um, where my grandma cooks like the best food. So yeah, yeah, I'm down. Paolo, let's go. Let's do this. I can imagine. I <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> I can imagine you doing the, the ghost scene, you know, with Demi Moore. <laughs> but, but instead of pottery, it would be like needlepoint embroidery. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta learn embroidery, guys. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us on episode one of our third season. I can't believe we've made it this far. If you are not following us on our socials, we are at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at but Make It Hallmark on Instagram. We'd love to hear your thoughts and on like how are you finding the movies this year so far? And if there's anything you want us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. See you guys next time. Thanks, Shingai. Thanks.
1: It's good to be back.
0: We're back. We'll catch you guys next time on but Make It Hallmark. Bye.